Welcome to the 30-Minute Week Podcast on WFUVsports.org. Yes, and welcome to the 30-Minute Week Podcast here on WFUV Sports. This is your entire sports week condensed into 30 minutes of non-stop discussion and debate. I'm your host, Reed Horner, and today I have the Ooh. luxury oh, yeah. of being joined by first, the man. I believe most likely to have a secret bubblegum shrine of Tom Brady in his closet. He is Manny <laughs> Adelie. We are also in the company of the, former, of, of the former winner of the Cub Scouts annual Pinewood Derby race. He is Corey Miller. Nice, Damn Corey. right I did. Okay. Built that car. My dad probably made most of it, but still won that race. <laughs> How are you guys feeling this morning? I feel good, man. Uh, Cancun. Cancun 2017. I tell you what, I'm not even going to Cancun, but I'm so excited for Corey. I may or may not be going. It's gonna be oh. good. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get a sunburn probably. I'm excited for so many people who are going to Cancun, but it's gonna be a lot of fun. <laughs> so good luck in Cancun. But first, let's get down to business. Now that we all know who's in the studio, we want to know who all of you guys all are out there. So you can join the 30 Minute Week community by following us on Twitter and Instagram. That's at 30 Minute Week Pod, but the number's 30, not the word. You can also email us any questions you want. And we'll answer them during next week's show. Just email them to 30minuteweek at gmail.com. The 30 again is the numbers. And all this information will be in the episode's bio below, as well as our Twitter handles and any other plugs we have, just in case you forgot anything I just said. But without further ado, let's get this show started. Manny, what happened this week? Well, uh, headline number one. If you guys do not know, all our listeners out there, uh, Colin Kaepernick has decided that he will not kneel during the national anthem next season. Well, for any, any more... And, uh, well, I don't know how you guys feel about this because I know the biggest thing is that, okay, he's a free agent now and he's not kneeling, maybe because he wants to find, the, you know, a good team, a good contract. And he feels like he's he's made good change. My problem is that last part, that he feels like he's actually made good change when there hasn't really been any change done at all. Now, I understand that you want to get a new contract, but is this really – what you like for your image purposes for what you stand to believe in or kneel in, you know, like I don't know if this was the right thing for him to do. First of all, I can't believe he opted out because he's not going to get that much money in free agency. I, I kind of think this is a job thing. I, th- I kind of think this is a way to get a job because I, although, and you have to appreciate him taking a stand and, and being yes, 100%. a public force, but at the same time, as a team, looking at it as a team, it brings an interesting off-the-field dynamic to your locker room that maybe not be may not be as attractive as, as other free agents. So Kaepernick, in that sense, you look at it and say, well, this, this could be a move for money or, or getting a job. It, it's just weird to me that it, it, he's taking a back seat on it. Like, why not just continue it? Exactly. I agree with you. Yeah, I was a really big supporter of the movement of what he decided to do. I thought it was one of the most impactful things that have happened in sports in recent memory. Uh, But this kind of started when he said that he didn't vote in our past election. That was when I started having a problem with him because I felt like if you're going to go this far and you're going to do something that really stirs up all of America, whether you're a sports fan or not, to then come out and say you didn't do your most basic civil duty, right, in voting, whether you think you had an impact or not, that doesn't show a great example, which I assume you were trying to do. And now 
choosing not to kneel. Now, I don't, I'm not going to call him a sellout. A lot of people have been doing that. I think that's a little too harsh. I understand, like you guys said, perfect point. He's a free agent, doesn't want to be that distraction. But at the same time, if you really are looking to be this activist, act, the, the best points of activism, whether you support him or not, happen in the hardest of times. Yeah. So I would even respect him more, and I think it would bring even more impact to it if he's like, you know what, I'm going to continue to do this, and the team that signs me is going to know that this is coming. To, so, add, to add on to that, I think it's best that he continue to do it and then came out and said, okay, he will now vote in the next election. You know, bring back that right, like you said, when he said he wasn't going to vote, that really that really took a lot of people back because this is your one, your, your biggest civic duty as an American citizen. So why why not, instead of saying that you will now stand, okay, I will now vote in the next election. And it's interesting. Do you think people will do it now? Do you think other football players are still going to do it, even though the so-called leader of it is done? Um, I think it's going to eventually peter out. Um, I don't want to equate it to something like planking or whatever, because obviously it has a lot more meaning to it. But at the same time, we do live in a society where we have maybe it's perception, but a shorter memory. So I'm not saying other things may not follow it, other activist-type things, but I think the kneeling is going to stop once Kaepernick does just because of the backlash it does receive, whether it's fair or not. I think it'll be over by the end of the next season. I don't think it'll... I think guys will continue One more year. Uh, yeah, because I think it's... One it's, more it's, year. It's, <laughs> it's bigger than just Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, he started. Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah, he started, but it, it once other people started to do it as well... It was kind of less, the burden was less on Colin Kaepernick. So I think guys like, uh, I know Brandon Marshall plays for the Broncos. I feel like he would still do it, you know, the linebacker from the Broncos. There's, there's a bunch of guys who, who still would do it, but I do feel like by the end of next season, it's going to die, die down for sure. Great point. Corey, percent, percentage chance that Colin Kaepernick plays in the NFL this coming season or finds a team? Yeah, I, I mean, I think he's going to play. I think there's a good Where? 90% chance. I, I, I think he's going to get signed. Back he's starter. an athletic quarterback. He's got a lot of athletic traits. I mean, he's not. He's proven he can also somewhat win. So I, I think at least as a backup option, they're they're going to do it. The price is interesting though. Again, I don't get why he opted out because he's not yeah, going to get that money. Exactly. I, I guess he just hated San Fran. Uh, with with reason. Well, see, my issue with San Fran <laughs> starts. Well, he may have seen that last Super Bowl and realized, wow, my head coach may not know how to call a football game as well as I thought. <laughs> it might, yeah, see, the thing about San Fran goes issues back to them, you know, with the whole situation with Harbaugh. Honestly, yeah, I agree with you, though. I think he should have stayed and should not have opted out of the contract and just worked something out in San Fran. Well, staying in the state of California, let's talk about a team that might be leaving it. Manny, what's the second headline? Yeah, so the uh, the Oakland Raiders, they have secured the stadium funding to be in Vegas from Bank of America. So now there's really, uh, I, I want to say nothing really holding them back from leaving, going to Vegas. Guys, what do you think? I want to pump the brakes for everyone listening. I know the headline screams, Wow, they're going to go to Vegas. And I thought that. I was like, wow, they're going to go to Vegas. We're going to have a team in Vegas. But then I did a little bit of research, which I tend to do from time to time, and I realized this is not the first team that has backed them for a stadium endeavor. Goldman Sachs, for example, first sponsored them, then pulled out. I think this is definitely a step towards them moving to Vegas. I think the NFL is hesitant to have a team in Vegas, maybe because of betting and, and, and other reasons. But I, I believe the Oakland Raiders want to leave. I want the Oakland Raiders to leave. 
And so as a fan of the sport, I'm hoping they will one day be the Las Vegas Raiders. You want them to leave? You want them to leave Oakland and, and all that character? I, I feel like there's so much history there. I don't there. think there and is. And although Oakland is... Uh, see, now, the, Oakland has history in football. That's pretty much it, though. Right, but think about it. <laughs> that is it. That's the face of, of Oakland, in a sense, is the, it's is not, the Raiders. Though. I'm telling you, I, I live in the Bay Area for a little bit, and not that they're not a great part of of the Bay Area, but the Golden State Warriors are kind of the team that eclipses any other team in that area. And when you're playing in a stadium that for half the season or for a quarter of the season has a baseball field in it, I just feel like moving to Vegas would be so so good, the branding-wise. Raiders or the Rebels, Vegas is a rebel-like city. I would love it personally, but I'm not a businessman, so it may not work out. I like the idea of them building also a smaller stadium in Vegas. You know what I mean? Creating more of a arena football type of, like, great environment. I think they could do it. There's a lot of people that go to Vegas. This would be a great step for the NFL, I think. It's funny because the more I think about the history of Oakland, man, I, I kind of swing towards uh, to Corey's point, honestly. Could you think about not just the sports fact, think about the like the, the guys who come out of Oakland or, or the uh, the California, the, the rural California areas where everything is all about the, the black and white, the, the black and uh, silver about the Raiders. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's well, they now have a franchise quarterback who I believe one day will win the MVP. Or is so honest. let let so, them stay in Oakland. No, I don't know. Strategically, I think it's it's absolutely the perfect time to do it because they have a, a franchise quarterback and a franchise yeah. defensive player, an iconic who, who could be iconic uh, as the years go on. So you look at it, two more years in Oakland, then they ship out to Vegas, and who knows? They're they're a team that's going to be fighting for the Super Bowl. So yeah, I mean, they're, they're selling tickets. It, it's it's yeah, it's interesting. Now you go to Vegas, right? And here's the dynamic: the hockey teams there, so they have a they have a few years to actually see how that does. It's it's going to be interesting to see this dynamic of the gambling being legal there and how that works with the sports team because Vegas, in a sense, is also a big tourist deep city. It's not. Uh, uh, I mean, they do have a population of people that live <laughs> people there. People do but, reside in Vegas. <laughs> but if you think about it, people are coming in and out always. So the fan base is it going to be loyal? It's going to be completely different than the one in Oakland. It's going to be way more materialistic. That's a great That's point. A Although, let me point. just counter with that. Would, couldn't they just turn into a big time, you know, Vegas is known for its shows. Maybe they're just yet another show. And they bring a uniqueness to the NFL, you know what I mean? Going to Vegas now, an Oakland Raiders game is different than any other NFL game, and they can market it like that. Tell you what, since we did just mention the Warriors, you know, KD recently got injured, all right? And uh, a former Warrior, Andrew Bogut, Spend less than 60 seconds on the court. The basketball gods. The basketball <laughs> gods are coming in. The basketball in. gods have spoken. It's crazy. Spend less than 60 se- seconds on the court and broke his tibia. Is I mean, can you believe this? This guy. This is exactly what karma is, though. If you think about it. Not for Bogut in particular, but the actual concept of these super teams. The Cavs can sign whoever they want. Let's get a big man from the team that we beat last year. It's almost like a cheat. And in a sense, the basketball gods are like, no, don't do this. Don't do this. We're not going to let you have this. I mean, think about it. It's crazy. Andrew Bogut's a cheat. I get where you're coming from, but Andrew Bogut's like, nope, that's unfair. Basketball gods, I'm going to break your tibia because you're you're too good now. Yeah. He would have been a huge part of this team. Let's think about the Cavaliers and... Let's think about what they were lacking as a team. <laughs> they're not lacking anything. They weren't. They let's, just let's, won the championship, put, man. Let's put it like this. They don't really have that many bigs down low. Let's put it like that. Tristan Thompson. 
You add Andrew Bogut. Now you're talking. This guy just went 73 and 9. This guy can set screens. But hey. he's less than 60, 60 seconds. He's out the game. Con. You know what I found out talking what? to you guys? I love you guys. But it feels like I tend to agree with you all the time, yet I always feel like I'm arguing against you. I said in our last show that acquire. Oh, no, not our last show. I'm picking Pod, another FUV podcast. Go check it out. Anyways. I said Andrew Bogut might be their biggest free agent pickup for exactly that reason. I think Tristan Thompson was amazing in the finals, but to now have a big man to back him up, an advantage they already had over a team like the Warriors, was amazing. But him breaking his tibia is not now, oh, the sky is falling. It's like crashing a Porsche. I already, I, when you still have a Lamborghini and a BMW, I'm so set, all set. I just would have liked that other nice car. I think the KD injury is obviously going to be more impactful. My other question to you guys before we get going to our buy or sell is, with all these injuries from J.R. Smith, Kevin Love, um, Andrew Bogut, KD, these two super teams are the best two teams in the league who we assumed were going to make the finals. Do these injuries offer the opportunity for another team to maybe sneak past them in the playoffs and not have us complete the trilogy? Isn't that the frustrating part? Because it doesn't. <laughs> I know. It, it really just doesn't. Someone was talking <laughs> to me about the Celtics the other night. They're like, this team looks really good. And I go, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't, really doesn't. They're not going to beat the Cavs <laughs> in, in the Western Conference Finals. or No one is. Now, and, why is that? Like, why do you think that is in the NBA? LeBron James. Yeah. Player, right? And it's, Player driven. It, it is superstar driven. You cannot win right now without it. Does it's, that not speak to the greatness of, of LeBron James? Though? Oh, please don't get me started on that. I'm not going to get but, you started. <laughs> but seriously, though, it's it's really interesting, like, the greatness of certain players. Steph Curry, LeBron James, Klay Thompson. The fact that the Warriors and Cavs, despite these major injuries, are still, like, are still on this collision course to the finals. Well, I mean... The Cavs were up 2-1 at one point without in the finals without Kyrie and Kevin Love, so you're right. I will say, though, these, these injuries are not happening during the playoffs. Another they they should point. all be back by exactly. the playoffs. But it will so. affect it. I, I mean, you have to Seating think that wise, maybe. You know, Kevin Love's going to be a little cheeky on uh, 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 you know when he gets back. You got to think, Kevin Durant, how is he going to respond when he gets back? I mean, you, you expect them to play at the level they can, but once the season drags on, these injuries could be problematic. And and talk, talking to have another uh, a trilogy, you know, to this uh to this I guess rivalry, even though LeBron would disagree. Uh, it's funny because the Cavs <laughs> play the Warriors way more physical. And for KD to come back and not be 100% having to deal with LeBron James, how does LeBron just not ever he's been Super, he's super healthy forever. Like he's just never Seriously, really been hurt. One of the most underrated qualities of him, and one of the most underrated qualities in general when considering great players, is availability. Honestly, that's a great point, Corey. Um, I would love to talk more, but we have so much more show to go. I'm excited for this next segment. That is the buy or sell segment. Yes, sir. Where we get to answer your you guys' questions out there who have emailed and tweeted us throughout the week, and then Corey's going to read them to us, and we're going to say if we buy or sell the story. So, Corey. What's our first question? Alrighty, buy or sell. Saul Sims wants to know, do you guys buy or sell the Denver Broncos pursuing Tony Romo in free agency? Woo! Okay. Football in, what's our, March, right? We're in Football March. in March. <laughs> Love it. Football every every day of the year. Okay. So I am buying this 100%. Uh, it's a smart move. We're talking about John Smart Elway. move for who? Uh, for every, every uh, participant. For Tony Romo, playing with a great defense. All right, he played with a good running back. Uh, once they get back healthy, um, I think it's great because he's he's a veteran quarterback and he's not he's, he's not going to struggle to learn the system. They just recently done this with Peyton Manning; it worked out for them, you know. And him and John Elway, I think it's it's just a great mix. The only thing about Tony Romo, how's he playing cold weather? 
We're going to find that out soon. Court? Is it worth the two years of maybe getting to a Super Bowl? I don't know. It's, it, it, that's, that's interesting. I think when you look at the Broncos, they're similar to the Texans, and these two teams, I think, are the two front runners for Romo. It's hard to sell it on uh, for me because, or, or to buy it for me because I don't know how Tony Romo's going to be, and if he gets injured, that's a lot of money off the field, and he's had so many injury problems. Does he get you to that Super Bowl? I'm not sure, but he gives you a better chance than what you have now, I guess. Great point. I think since they, although, um, they, I think El, I, I'm going to sell this only because I think Paxton Lynch. Elway at least has said that he believes him to be the next franchise quarterback, and if you do, you have him assume that role. I buy it on Tony Romo's part just because of what Manny said. Great defense. Oh, for Probably sure. the best opportunity in the NFL he'll have to get to a Super Bowl finally. So I kind of just bought and sold it at the same time. Anyways, next Good one, Corey. Janet Ortiz asks, buy or sell John Ross breaking the 40-yard dash record as well as the overall importance of of the NFL Combine. Woo, he was flying. I buy that he did it. You know, the time says it. I sell the NFL Combine hard. I'm an NFL nerd. I'm actually already got started working on my mock drafts. It's going to come out soon. <laughs> Hell yeah. In-depth review of every player who might be drafted. Anyways. But, yeah, the NFL Combine, I believe you can get certain things from it. But in the end, these guys are in their underwear running around doing these things. They're not in-game situations. How many times have we seen players in the Combine blow us away and then blow out their careers once they put the pads on? I got to sell the combine. I got to buy it just because if you get that one player to the proper team and franchise, they make a difference. That's all it is. So, and the combine does that for you? I mean, yeah, you get to see guys. You know, see, the combine is really not for, uh, honestly, it's not for guys like Deshaun Watson. It's not. We've been watching him in the entire year. It's guys like Julian Davenport, who people haven't seen, who's, good point. A, who's an old lineman from Bucknell. Is is guys that you really don't know much about, and then you can see more and learn more about them as a player. So if we buy and the right players at the combine, then there's no problem. The the forty yard dash is pretty unimportant. I, I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, and we're and we're talking yards. milliseconds. I, I love how it's fun to watch a race, and this is a cool thing that he broke. But this isn't track; it's football. There's a lot more that goes into it. I mean, also the whole idea of the these guys getting on a bench and putting up as many as they can. Have you seen the crowd that's around them? It's just bizarre <laughs> to me that there's a crowd of maybe 70 people around them, maybe 50 to 70 people watching this dude bench. Like, it's just that whole idea of this being a, a entertainment thing is, is kind of weird to me because it's a combine. You're supposed to be doing drills and, and doing things that are, are trying to showcase your physical talent and it seems like it's gotten overblown in that sense, and that's why I'd sell it. I like the idea of it. I think you, you got to have uh, something that compares the players, but the idea of how it's become this spectacle is kind of weird to me. Fair points. Very interesting. Kenneth Porter, do you buy or sell any movies that are out right now in theaters or soon to be out? Uh, I'm going to have to buy. I haven't been to the theater in a minute, but I'm hearing a lot about Get Out. Yes, that's what I was going to say. I'm hearing it's like the craziest thing in the world. So I'm going to have to buy. And uh, Fifty Shades Darker. Oh, you like that? I haven't seen it, but I'm hearing a lot of good things as well. That Get Out movie is, is completely accurate. Oh, my God. That's exactly what happens whenever an interracial fan. <laughs> <laughs> I have to buy it, but not because of Get Out. I don't like horror movies. Never go to see one. Don't even me be either. scared. I'm already an anxious they person as sleep. it is. They put me I'm sleep. buying Logan. 
I oh, went, Logan I went opening there. I went opening night with my little brother to see that movie. It is maybe one of the greatest superhero movies you will ever see. The second rated R one, you get the blood, you get the gore, you get the realism. Is it really that good? And what is wow. great about it, and this is the best point I can make for it without giving away spoilers, is that you don't need to know anything about the X-Men universe to get into this movie. It is so good, it is already receiving Oscar buzz. And I'm telling you really? that. As someone who is not a giant fan of all the X-Men movies, which is a series that really doesn't care about continuity, this movie is powerful in every sense of the word. Go see Logan. Yeah, I'm going to sell right now. I'm not really? saying anything that... <laughs> I just, I just <laughs> poured out my heart to you, Corey. <laughs> I, I, I mean, Wolverine's cool, but I'm just not a superhero guy. What? He's not a superhero. I He's love... a man who has claws. <laughs> He's a soul, but he can Corey. jump and do some crazy Look, stuff. Corey. Look at Reed selling us a movie, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. I'm a big X Men guy, though. I love everything about him. Every movie. Sorry to burst your bubble there. It's fine. You're wearing a Clippers shirt. <laughs> I, you get a lot of things wrong. <laughs> my CP3 Clippers shirt. Anyways, <laughs> this one comes from Warren Carter. It isn't buy or sell question, but he asks, "What is one random fact about you guys that your listeners may not know?" Manny. Ah uh, man. Uh, okay, I guess I gotta buy this one just because. Yeah, it's, it's not really a buy or sell. Yeah, I'm gonna buy it. All right. Give you, people you what they what? want, Manny. You can buy yourself if you believe me or not. Uh, I play a lot of instruments. Well, I used to. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I love the piano. Um, and I'm I kind of have some talent, you know, on the piano. That's I guess that's my thing. Serenade a few women. Just... <laughs> I happen to be a pretty good water skier. Okay, I'm. Uh, I, I like to carve it up on the lake a little bit on the one ski and and uh, get some air over the wake and all that stuff. Uh, nice little whale's tail coming out Definitely off the are ski. A lake any, guy. Yeah, big time. Any of that happening if you go to Cancun? Uh, I don't think so. I'm Come on, man. Cancun, 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 man. Cancun, 2017. Come on, Corey. Uh, if we make it, <laughs> I have a lot of weird things about me. No, but, not um, surprised. Not surprised. Um, but I'm in. I think you guys already know this. I am the biggest Star Wars nerd you will come across. I know every detail. Literally before the show started, I was listening to Jedi Council, which is a weekly Star Wars <laughs> podcast. Wow. I listen to Unbelievable. Like, yes. like when I tell you I know every single thing about it, I'm not saying it in a braggadocious way. I'm saying it in a way that I feel I'm Help trying me. to almost reach out to a therapist. <laughs> because I love it so much. Have you watched him in order sitting down for one session seven times probably. I haven't seen a single I've one. watched the series twice oh this, not one watched the series one. twice this year literally you say you're going to Cancun for spring break that's what you're gonna I do. tried to drag my girlfriend and my little brother down to Orlando for spring break in April to go to Star Wars celebration not working out for obvious reasons being that I'm the only one who really wants to go but that is <laughs> that is so interesting <laughs> a weird fact you know what's also interesting you're the first person I met with a, a peanut allergy I just wanted to share that the uh, first uh, person the first you don't have Peanut well, allergies well, over there in Long yeah, Island? Like, no, <laughs> you're the first person. I, I got my EpiPen over here. Oh, yeah, it's Are what, you kidding me? I'm, Are you kidding I me? I was really shocked. I I came in here one time with, I think it was like a Snicker bar. It wasn't open. No, it was open. And then you were like, yeah, get out. <laughs> I was like, yo. I cannot look. believe you haven't met someone with a peanut allergy. The That's crazy. Person. He's met someone. They haven't No, I'm so it. serious. Well, maybe, okay, yeah, maybe we haven't. And maybe I wasn't walking around with a bag of peanuts. All right, but <laughs> you never know. You're the first person who Side I note. I'm such a Star Wars fan. I actually have a Star Wars shirt on right now. Don't even realize it. <laughs> you do have a Star Wars. I thought it was a plain black team. I thought it was plain black. Says Dark Side. Okay. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Help me. Anyways, <laughs> Help me. we are done with the buy or sell segment, and now we are going on to the newest segment of our show, New something I am so 
so very excited oh, for. Oh, baby. It's experimental, so I don't know if it's going to end up working out, but it's the first championship match of our 30-minute week sports trivia showdown. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be between Corey and our own Manny. Basically, give you each of these guys are going to have three questions to answer, eight seconds each. That one of them is going to answer the question while the other sits outside the studio. They will not hear them. If they get the question right, they're going to get three points. If they get it wrong, they get it zero. However, here is the catch: if they do not know the answer, which I'm going to assume they may not, they have the option for multiple choice. And if they do, they will receive. Um, one point if they get the multiple choice right, but if they get it wrong, they will lose two points. Now, it seems pretty Sounds simple, like but remember, the other All person's right. outside of the studio, <laughs> so they will not know the score of the other person once they come in. And we will have an overtime if they need be, but I'm hoping not. Anyways. Charlie's wit- witnessing history. Char- he oh, is. Uh, sh- sorry about that. Yeah, shout out to Charlie, our uh, newest member of 30 Minute Week community. We'll try yeah, to get him yeah, on Charlie. next week. So we decided before the show started that who's going first? Corey oh, yeah. is. It is setting Corey. the tone, baby. Corey so, will set the tempo. You know the drill, Manny. Leave the studio, never come back. I'm not joking. Guys. Come back Enjoy your lives. <laughs> All righty. We'll see if I can handle this. I believe in you. Out right? here on the mic. Sports trivia, baby. See if I can beat Manny. Feeling good. Feeling confident, honestly. I, I think uh, we can bring a victory here in the first trivia contest. All right. So I believe your first question is... What pick was Michael Jordan in the 1984 draft? He was the second pick. Are you sure? Yes. Nope. Third? He was the third pick behind Sam Bowie. All right, so that's zero points for Corey Miller. Your next question is, what number did Tom Brady wear while playing for the University of Michigan? Ten. He wore number ten. That is correct. Corey Miller now has three points. And you, your last question is, what team won Super Bowl three? Multiple choice, please. Is it A, the Packers, B, the Jets, C, the Cowboys, or D, the Chiefs? I, I mean, I guess I'm going to go Packers here. I'm just going to go with that guess. It's a safe one, but I don't know if it's right. You are wrong. It was the Jets. Broadway Joe. Namath. Is that Namath? Yep. One Super Bowl three, which means you lose two points. Your overall I'm score at one. is one. Yikes. All right, guys. Let's go go get Manny and switch places That's with him. That's beatable. Corey has one point. Now here comes Showtime Manny himself, seeing All if right. he can beat Corey's score without even knowing it. Oh, man. Hopefully he didn't score anything, so I don't score anything either. Uh, well, he answered some questions, maybe. Ugh. Or not. Who knows? All right. Anyways, Manny, first off, which team has won the most Stanley Cups in history? Oh, can I please have multiple choice? A, the Toronto Maple Leafs, B, the Detroit Red Wings, C, the Montreal Canadiens, or B, the Boston Bruins? I'm going to go with, sorry, can you say it again? A, the Toronto Maple Leafs, B, the Detroit Red Wings, C, the Montreal Canadiens, or D, the Boston Bruins? I'm going to go with the Montreal Canadiens. Correct. That is Thank two you. points for Manny a Thank day. You. Yay. Thank you. Good job, buddy. Your next question is, who has the highest career batting average in MLB history? Ooh, I also need multiple choice to this. I assumed so. Is it A, <laughs> Ty Cobb, B, Tony Gwynn, C, Ted Williams, or D, Wade Boggs? Can I go B, Tony Gwynn? That is incorrect. Oh. So you're going to lose the very same 
Oh, that sucks. You go. He goes to negative one, I believe. Now I go negative one. Negative that one. That sucks. That's so bad. Oh wow. Wow. Okay. Well, let's see if you can redeem yourself with the last question, Manny. It is. Where were the 2000 Summer Olympic Games held? Oh my goodness. I will know this answer. Do you want multiple choice though? Come on, you got five seconds. Yes, I'm needed. Damn. Multiple choice. Damn. Is it A, Athens, Greece, B, London, England, C, Barcelona, Spain, or D, Sydney, Australia for the win or loss or maybe tie? I'm going to go A. That is incorrect. Yeah, I know. The it's, answer it's Sydney. is D, Sydney, Sydney. Australia. I knew it. I knew it was Sydney. So your oh. final score is a negative three. Charlie, you'll get Corey in here. Yeah, Corey win. Corey definitely won. We are going to announce the winner. <laughs> Corey! Do not say your scores, guys. How'd it go? How'd it go? <laughs> well, oh. it was very fun and eventful. I hope you guys listening had fun. Oh, my goodness. And now, time to announce the winner of the first ever 30-Minute Week Sports Trivia Challenge. He is the reigning champion, and his name is... Manny a day. Oh, no, wait. Oh, sorry. I got, I got the wrong card. Got the wrong card? <laughs> it's your name, it, is, it is Corey Miller, everybody. I must say, how bad did you do? Corey Miller fish yeah. with a whopping Why? score of one. Oh, man. Manny a day, a huge score of one. Manny a day, a put up a negative three. Negative so. three? <laughs> negative three. I got my first one. Missed the second and knew my third, but didn't trust my instinct. Uh, so uh, congratulations to both of you guys for putting on a wonderful show. Corey, uh, I will hopefully maybe find a championship belt and we're going to have someone come in. <laughs> okay, well, now that our sports uh, trivia championship has concluded and Corey is our champion, that sadly means our show is over. But don't forget to stay connected with us throughout the week by Twitter, Instagram, and email. As I said, all of the information is in the bio below. We really appreciate the support you guys have shown us, and things will only continue to get better from here. Cancun! So, oh God. for the loser, Manny Aday, oh, the I new would... reigning sports trivia champion, Not Corey for Miller. long. Corey Miller. Yeah. Charlie over there in the back corner, giving us a little more support. And myself, Reed Horner, thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you all next week here on the 30-Minute Week Podcast.